Welcome to a special expert mini-series for Center State CEO's podcast, Talk CNY, presented by NBT Bank. In this series, we'll feature experts from across Central New York and beyond to dig into our membership's most requested topics. You'll also hear stories of successful collaborations between a few of our longstanding members and Center State CEO that could inspire your next big move. Take a moment right now to subscribe in your listening app for reminders every other Wednesday for our main podcast series. And be sure to catch the rest of the expert mini-series as well. Today, we are joined by Center State CEO member Matt Gardner, Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of Highline. Matt is a father of the two coolest kids around, lucky husband, entrepreneur, investor, business builder, golf head, music lover, breaking the conventional and reimagining a more meaningful and fruitful career path for aspiring accountants. Obsessed with the customer experience and helping SMB founders, owners make better investment decisions around the finance function in their businesses. I'm Andrew Fish, Senior Vice President of Member and Business Experience at Center State CEO. And I'm Kate Hammer, Business Coach and Member at Center State CEO. We are your hosts for Talk CNY. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Really excited to have you here today to talk about Highline Your Company and and learn more about kind of innovation in, in your space. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. Happy to be here. Great. So tell us a little bit about Highline, about the company, the evolution, what you guys do. Sure. Yeah. So Highline is... It's been like a one big giant like evolution of change. We started the company about six and a half years ago. And, you know, we came from, my partner Jim and I came from traditional public accounting, worked for a regional firm locally. And, uh, you know, the, the two of us were kind of just chasing this opportunity to work with more Gen Z millennial based businesses. And it was pretty clunky and we didn't really kind of know what we wanted to do for a long time. But, you know, over the last six and a half years, what we've really become is what we refer to as finance as a service, hmm. which means we're really chasing this opportunity to fractionalize the entire financial operations, back office infrastructure for SMBs, early stage companies, streamers, companies just in like really tech forward industries. Awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. It, yeah, it's, it's accounting, but we're making accounting awesome. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people think <laughs> of accounting and, and, it's, and it's like, you know, boring and it's uh you know sorry no offense uh but it's like one of those things where people are like oh this is a thing that i you know it's the thing that i have to get done and you know it's spreadsheets and it's all this other stuff but it sounds like what you're doing is really trying to create this service to enable them to do more in their work right so like we are trying to become an accelerant for the businesses we work with Mm -hmm. to do that it means like you can't just do the work because it's becoming commoditized, like whether right. you do bookkeeping, fractional CFO work, audits, tax returns, like that stuff's commoditized. A lot of people do it. A lot of companies nationally, internationally, like the stuff gets offshored. If you just want to focus on doing the work with humans, like that's hard to compete in. So what we're focused on doing is using technology to do a lot of the work, a lot of automation. We have a tech stack that we bring to all of our customers. Hmm. We build a lot of our own automation too. Some of it's RPA. Some is API work. We let technology do that stuff and we focus on the advisory work, which we're confident is a difference maker and a competitive advantage for us because we're actually contributing value and freeing up capital for companies to go invest more in the things in their business that they should be, which is like how to grow and how to innovate, how to do things that are more interesting than just getting the back office work done, which is like foundationally important, but there shouldn't be an overinvestment in either. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. So what is the experience like 
working with you, that advising part, that consulting piece? What the experience for me, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Right. Because you, um, it's this interesting, like this interesting change happened. Um, the work that I did growing up doing accounting work, mm -hmm. it was people bought a service from you because somebody told them they had to. Mm. Meaning like, hey, you got to get a tax return done mm -hmm. or you have to have an audit done. They're like, you got to go figure out who to do it for you. And like your options are limited and, you know, you, you don't get to be super picky because a lot of it is predictable. Right. In a lot of ways, like the industry hasn't been really forced to evolve or differentiate. Mm -hmm. So they they compete on price hmm. in a lot of ways. And I sure. think they dropped the, the buzzword of like, we do it better or they're higher value, but I think largely a lot of them do it the same and they just have different industry expertise. So for us, it's different because we are convincing people to buy something that they need, but nobody's telling them they have to do it our way. Hmm. Like you can traditionally, like history will tell you, like go hire a bookkeeper, controller, CFO. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. Like that's how you de-risk it. Like finance is scary to a lot of company owners. And founders, and I think like the default is bring in somebody in house that you perceive to be smarter in this area than you, right? Mm -hmm. And you're good, and like that's not true necessarily <laughs> because <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's a lot interesting. Of, that's a lot of money, yeah. And one person can't replicate the fully loaded team that I can in the way that we run it. Like I can give you six people for half the price it would cost you to get like a reasonably good controller, yeah. But you also got to go get all the technology, mm -hmm. all the infrastructure. That one person can't do it all by themselves. No. It's like we figured out how to do this in a way that is highly fractionalized, highly scalable, and uh, you just get a lot more bang for your buck. That's fantastic. So, as you were sitting there, right, starting this company in, you know, prior to kind of this evolution, how did you identify this opportunity? How did you sit there and think, I want it to be different and start pursuing this? Like, what opened your eyes to this as a possibility? Mm -hmm. even. Yeah, so I don't know. I did, did not think about it like that, right? So when we started, when we started the company, like we lacked some direction. Okay. I just think that we I were, think that I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, we, yeah. we just we just knew that like, I, I refused and Jim refused to go through life and just do it a certain way. Because that's how it's that's your career that. path. That's yeah. how it's always been done. Like, mm -hmm. this is what it is like, that is that is just not I don't find that to be super inspiring. I just I can't like I'm I'm stubborn, I'm impatient, like I just can't live with that sure. as being the answer. Yeah. So initially, like we were doing some of the stuff we knew how to do, but we were doing it on like flip-flops. Mm. Like if you if anybody was like in an armory square, like you would like see us walking around. Like, we didn't have a lot of work to do because we didn't have a lot of customers, but like we were walking around, we were hanging out at Kitty Hoynes. Like, literally we flip-flops. Literally yeah. flip-flops. Yeah. 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 So, you know, that was kind of our persona at first, but because that was our persona, we attracted companies like a mad glory that was based in Saratoga mm -hmm. that came to the tech garden uh, video game development company. And that's an example of one that's like a national industry. Like that's right. not like a hyper local industry. And they appreciated that about us. We were approachable to them. We had to learn how to work with them. What they wanted support on was very different than what we knew how to do. They wanted us to do the stuff that we're doing today. Okay. And they pushed us to, to figure out how to do that for them. And through that, we kind of just fell into this new world, which is kind of a new market. Like it's been around for a while, but you know, there's not any 800 pound gorillas in the room doing it. There's a lot of green space. There's a lot of companies that are like highly venture backed doing exactly what we're doing. So we're definitely pushing the boundaries and in innovation. We're doing something cool. That's and awesome. We're still building it. But it was not planned this way. Yeah. At all. Yeah. You know, when you're a service based business, it's really about 
the, these two fundamental things, which is, can you do what you say you can do? And yes. do people enjoy working with you? Yes. And you can do what you say you can do, but also that piece of the way you're describing just your personality, your nature, it feels super entrepreneurial. And yes, you're a business owner, but we expect in these more traditional businesses, like a CPA firm, that it would feel different. But working with you seems like it would feel like it's this really yeah, exciting that's, experience. That's a yeah. Advantage, right? Because yeah. Most, most companies, even when they come to us, they still have like a, an expectation for like what it's going to be like. Mm -hmm. And there's like this, like you guys are, this is different. This is good. You're our people. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's validation that one, like our approach is working and two, that there's not a lot of competition still. Like, so while there's some very big, fast growing companies, a lot of them happen to be on the West coast sure. right now doing the same thing. Like of all the sale of the hundreds of sales calls I've had over the last few years, like, I think we've maybe actually competed with a company that does the same thing maybe one time. Wow. Usually it's worth convincing and teaching somebody like, hey, you can get this thing done for your business a different way. Like they heard about it through somebody else or mm -hmm. they found us through some of the marketing work we do and they're interested, but they've never experienced it before. So it's always like a conversion okay. from here's how I've always had this thing done for my business or I always thought it had to be done. And now I'm hearing like you guys can do it a different way with all this technology that frees me up to be able to basically engage with you through my phone, mm -hmm. which is very different. Sure is. And, uh, and that's how we're all doing it these days, right? And I mean, COVID was like a really tough time, but like COVID was an accelerant for us because sure. it validated like, it's okay. Like you don't, you don't have to be local. You don't have to like see somebody in person to have a trusting relationship. That really helped because everybody had to figure out how to do, run their business virtually. Sure. And we had basically like a tech stack and a system and a team that we could like drop over almost any org mm. in our customer profile and it would work turnkey. That's great. So, I, I mean, I heard, what I think I heard you say, and I just want to confirm this is you got to this level of innovation because you listened to your customers mm -hmm. and you weren't willing to just do what you'd always done and right. you wanted to meet them where they were at. Yeah. The, yes, that's exactly right. Okay. And part of it is also like this burning curiosity to <laughs> like how can we do something that actually makes a difference and makes an impact on this profession? And there's like a whole backstory to like how I personally got to be an accountant. Like it's probably not, it would, it wasn't like totally by design. It was kind of by accident in a lot of ways, but now that I'm here, it's a good time to be here, but it's also like, if we're going to do it, like we're not going to waste the time. We're going to mm -hmm. do something that makes a difference and makes an impact. And that's, that's what's fun about it. And we, as we've like worked through this, like what I, what I did learn, from people like Brian Corgan and Matt Glory and a lot of other people is the way they ran their companies. Like, which is fun. Hmm. Their cultures were great. They were very technology focused, really great people to work with. And that informed like our vision for the type of company we wanted to build, but sure. we were going to build it in an industry where that's not really prevalent. Like you right. have accounting <laughs> companies and finance companies that are run that way. So we are like one like big accounting startup. Like we basically were, we're structured that way. We don't treat it like a partnership. Like that's not your career path with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so it's just, it's just very different. Like it's an adjustment for people that come in that maybe have mm -hmm. some of that background and that experience. But yeah, that's, I mean, our customers inspired the way that we run our company. And you guys have been getting some recognition for that too nationally, right? Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. So there's like two cohorts of folks in this. There's like the CPA world, mm -hmm. which we cross over into really well because we are CPAs. 
so you know i've done a fair amount of speaking engagements with cpa.com which is like the icpa which is like the international governing body for accountants and they definitely are putting this out there as like the future like these guys have they're onto Ooh. something they can help kind of inform how we can we can transform and rebrand the industry That's awesome and then we also can we can cross over and compete and play with like the venture back startups that do this too so there's a company called pilot which raised like 100 million dollars to do this like they totally are building some of their own technology but costs a lot of money to do that like sure. we can still compete and do the same things using off-the-shelf technology rpa cheaper mm -hmm. technology enhancements but because of our brand, our identity, and who we work with, like we also can compete with them. So the technology partners in our ecosystem, like the Bill.coms, the Divis, the Gustos, like the unicorns of the space, like sure. they also are putting this out there, having to speak, evangelizing us what we're doing. So we kind of got both sides covered, which That's is really great. cool. Yeah. I love that you guys are doing this right here in Syracuse too. It's fantastic. And we're doing it in Syracuse, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like about being based here and then serving? so far out to all the corners of the u.s you i mean you just learn a lot from working with people from different corners of the country and a lot of them are not even i mean we have customers that are from different countries too like sure. they just happen to set up u.s companies or they came to school here mm -hmm. um you just get a lot of interesting perspective like if you've only just been in syracuse and you've only worked with syracuse companies like that's not necessarily a bad thing but i think that you're being robbed of some perspective yeah. and viewpoints that I think are just beneficial as you round out like your decision making, sure, your culture, you know, your business and your strategy. But you That's love fun. being here. I've heard you talk about this before. Yeah, I love being here. Make my, fa my family's here, right? Yeah. So like I never had to, um, we figured out how to not to have to make like a really hard choice yeah. to leave family behind mm. and go build a company that, you know, can be potentially viewed or talked about in the same light that like a company that was started in san francisco right yeah that's so, so important to hear though yeah. right for sure Oof, yeah you see it like and it's you get hidden level did it mm -hmm. he's doing it jetty did it yep jeff canoss did it like these there's a lot of there's a lot of stories like that and impel just did it they just raised a ton of money Ch mm -hmm. jetty's tcg player which was acquired by ebay recently yeah, eBay, so jeff canoss digital hive yep. uh, so, all these companies are, yeah so, unicorns that we've actually had develop here in syracuse it's phenomenal yeah mm -hmm. so i think What's also cool about it is like Syracuse is so centrally located. Like you can get to the big markets in a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. And I think that because others have done it before, you know, I don't think anybody wants to be first, but like now that we've had some people go first, I think now that's become more widely accepted that like yeah. Syracuse has put some really talented high profile companies out there. Mm -hmm. And again, I'll take the COVID. One of the positive things of COVID was like, it also now, made it not necessarily matter as much sure like you don't have to be yeah in a big market and the big markets have actually seen this big shift in where people want to be and build companies so yeah. we're like in the middle of all of this change which is really cool and a lot of it's just good fortune and good timing that we're like kind of here in the middle of it but it's been fun and i think a lot of stuff has definitely helped us for sure i've always heard that hardworking people are lucky more often though so yeah, you you know, just, you're I saying mean, good fortune. So I, I think I think some of that is is you know intentionality and mm -hmm. hard work. Yeah, I think yeah. you just I mean you can't you can't bury your head in the sand ever. Yeah, like I think if you don't view all these things that happen, like there's been like these events for like the last four years. There's been like big, massive, like very challenging things yeah. that have happened to like everybody, and it's it's very easy to just be like, I'm done. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm gonna sell my company. I'm gonna just slow down. I'm gonna like take some time. Yeah 
but if you do that, like there's people that aren't. Mm -hmm. And I think <laughs> that there's a lot more opportunity in down periods because not everybody is willing to grind it out. Sure. And not everybody has that natural grit that they're going to keep going and push, push harder beyond what maybe they thought they would do previously. And I think that's what we've done well. We've always kind of been or viewed ourselves as kind of like underdogs, unknowns, which means we've always had to kind of work harder. Yeah. Be humble, you know, maintain our humanity and just grind it out. Yeah. And it's worked. Yeah. It sounds like a simple thing, just paying attention, really, like just observing and taking it in and doing something with what you're seeing. But it sounds like you're choosing to do that over and over and, and will continue to in the future. Yeah. I, I, you know, sometimes I wonder, like, did we make a choice or mm -hmm. did we just follow our instincts and our gut? And it's like, I think it's hard to like reflect on all of those moments where right. you picked a path. Like, mm -hmm. did you know how impactful or meaningful that was going to be the thing that you did? I probably can't even recall all of them, but I think we've, we've made some good decisions as a team and they've benefited us. And we've definitely made like a lot of bad choices too, for the yeah. record. Like it has not all you been, you got to learn from those. It has not been too, right? perfect, <laughs> but you know, we've done, I think they're most, mostly the right things. Awesome. Mm -hmm. If you had one piece of advice for other business owners out there in the region, what would it be? Embrace change in technology. Like it's, it's been the unlock for us. Like mm -hmm. we built mm -hmm. an entire business. There's an entire new market and finance being built around technology and it's changing at like a rapid pace. Mm. It's going to impact everybody and you can't hide from it. You shouldn't be afraid of it. You should just understand mm -hmm. and be curious about like how it's just going to change the way that you work and the skills, behaviors, the things that we do as employees of companies, as leaders of companies, like it's just what's asked from us and the things that we can do to create value is just going to evolve very fast. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. Don't be afraid, but be curious. Be curious. Yeah. Chat GPT. Mm -hmm. Look it up. Oof. <laughs> are we up. are we just gonna drop that on people and walk away? No, Chat I mean, GPT. I'll, I mean, I'll give you an example. Chat GPT released GPT chat four. And for us, like why does that matter? Because they used it performing a tax return is an example of how the new wow. technology can disrupt the system, right? So like that is a big moment. That's like a defining moment. Or the entire industry. So mm -hmm. now granted, it's not perfect. It's not going to help a tax preparer like do every bit of sure. it. But it's I'm sure that was a standard deduction, right? That was it, it was like it a wasn't, simple yeah. one. But the point <laughs> is like it's not going to take them long to figure out how to use it right. to do that. So, you know, my guess, like gut feel like within the next two years, like how that gets done is going to change drastically. And what people expect to pay for something like that is going to change drastically. So that means yep. like yeah. you can't you can't hang your value proposition on that type of work. It has to be something that you build around that. Like that's still always going to be critical, but like what else can you do from an advisory capacity mm -hmm. to supplement and use it to be really efficient and competitive moving forward. So, you know, we're already thinking about like, how can we use that? Cause you can access their API. You can do pretty much anything that you want to, if you put the effort in, but just mm -hmm. pretending like it's not going to work or, it's not going to impact me. It's going to affect sure. other people. Like yeah. that's not, that's, that's definitely not true. It's not the right answer. And I would just lean into that because it's going to come very fast. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Matt, thank you so much. Really appreciate the time today. A lot of fantastic information to share and some inspiring stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks. Good this was a great one. You too. Center State CEO's podcast, Talk CNY is presented by NBT Bank. You can find all the expert miniseries episodes on clickcny.com and all major podcast platforms. On Click, you can join a discussion about this episode and find additional resources on this topic. 
Click is Center State CEO's interactive digital chamber platform where our members connect, learn, and receive support from our staff. For new episode reminders of our main series, Toxie NY, be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast listening app. If you're enjoying Toxie NY, consider leaving a quick review or a five-star rating. 